T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And it's played by Romanov back to the circle, and it's off the fashing and in the back no of the goal, net. And the no referee goal. is waving it off, but I'm sure they will look at it. The puck did go in the net off the leg of fashing. The question will be, did he kick at it? After video review, the call has been overturned. It's a good goal. Don Granado said it was uh, shocking, disappointing, a couple different things. Good morning. The game or that call? That call especially. The game The game was too. First period was fine. The rest of it was, uh, well, they, get, they got beat pretty bad. What is a kick? What is, well, all right. <laughs> First hour, we will discuss what the term distinct means. Second yep. hour, we'll discuss what, what kicking is. And then thir- third hour, the motion. And then the fourth hour, it all comes together for distinct kicking motion. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, we'll get down to the bottom of it. I'm assuming this is exactly how the NHL did this. They did four hours on what distinct <laughs> kicking motion is. Not just, hey, let's throw it in there, and then we can decide in the moment. Yeah. It's Jeremy and Joe, good morning. What are we supposed to do with that? The kicking motion or the game? Was that a, was it a kicking motion or was it I a mean, redirecting motion? By definition, I looked this up last night. By definition... You, you looked up kicking? I looked up both. The definition of redirect is direct to a new or different place on purpose. Which you are allowed to do. But isn't a kick technically a redirect? Yes, but a redirect doesn't have to be a kick. You are allowed to redirect. You are not allowed to kick. But if, if we're I, allowing redirects, then we're allowing... We, we should just allow kicks in general. Everything. Well, if you say that's, that, someone's, someone's going to call and say a goaltender is going to lose, you're going to get sliced in the jugular. That's how it works. If you say that, right, right. you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have people call in and say that they're going to turn it into soccer, which uh, they won't. It is. It's always been a little odd to me that... You can distinctly kick the puck everywhere you want, and it is routine. Right. Everywhere you want, except in that spot. You just can't score on it. No, you can't score. You can kick it to your stick in the same spot right. and then score it. So is kicking the puck illegal? No. Kicking the puck into the net. It's not even a penalty. It's just it doesn't count. Does he swing the leg would be my question. Doesn't he, doesn't he swing the leg a little bit? Yeah, the, the, the one angle that comes from... Like the near side blue line sure looks like he pretty much stepped out and kick redirected it, reader kicked it. I don't know. Let's make a new word. Reader, reader, something. You're allowed to redirect. You're not allowed to kick. It's probably 
I don't know, Joe. You let me know if this is right. Less frustrating and uh, more and more frustrating for two different reasons. One, here's why it's not that frustrating. They didn't deserve to win. No. But here's the other side of it that why it is more frustrating. They wasted Ukapeka Lukanen's finest hour, one of them. I mean, yeah, he was good. Lukanen was very good, and you know you don't have to deserve to win. It's nice to steal a game every once in a while, and uh-huh. to have been able to steal that game would have been a big, big victory for them. And instead, they lose. They are outplayed. They were manhandled in the second and third period. Do we and think I- they just ran out of gas? Probably. I guess they've been uh, played the night before. I guess, but I, sure, they're they, young. I, I should I shouldn't chalk it up all of that because they played a lot of back to backs this year and not looked like that. In the that's second right. Or third. That's right. And when they came back from the bye, they had a couple of ga- uh, bad games. And you know, yeah. Granada was talking about how they're still rusty, and it was about a week later. You know, the, I, I don't want to get into too much of a routine of whenever the team I watch plays lackadaisically. We think it's just because they were tired, right? Plenty of teams play back-to-backs. Plenty of teams win back-to-backs. The fact that the Sabres are young should indicate or should, whatever, at least lead me to believe that maybe they can sustain through a back-to-back better than most teams. But it is a massive blow to their playoff hopes. Moneypuck.com. Yesterday had them at 18%. Yeah, The combination of the outcomes from yesterday, which includes Pittsburgh rallying from down 4 nothing. Yeah. The Sabres' playoff odds drop to 6%. Yikes. That doesn't even feel like you're in the race. Nope. And that can happen quickly. Detroit was in the race. They were in a playoff spot above the Sabres. How how recently? That was in February. Yeah. That they were in a spot above the Sabres. And a week ago at the deadline, their GM said, yeah, we're done. We're out. Like, they felt out of the race within a week couple losses to Ottawa, and is that happening right now to the Sabres? Because this is not going to get easier. They go Dallas, New York, Toronto as their next three. And they've lost four or five. So I, I that's why last, when we talked about it was the season already a success, when when we talked about that, part of me wanted to, wanted to be waiting a bit to make sure they stay in the race. And not fall out of it. And here they are in the first week of March. Finally, meaningful games in March, right? And they're kind of falling out of the race. Mm -hmm. Like, there are a couple of losses away here against good teams from being out of it. Being down at, like, 1%. Yep. And we'll get into this a little bit later. I wrote down in my notes that the game might be a little bit of a choose-your-own-adventure, or at least the next couple games are. Uh If you win, you're in it. You're in the thick of the race, and this thing is going. Sure. You lose, especially in regulation. Like you didn't even get a a point to get it to overtime, where you soften the blow. No, they've one of their la- they've two points for their last possible ten. That's that'll do it. That's how you fall out of a race. Yep, that's how you fall out of a race. And I looked at the standings in reverse order yesterday. Be- <laughs> yep, before the game to see, hmm, Connor Bedard to see Connor Bedard. Have you yet though looked up highlights of Connor Bedard? I mean, I've seen highlights of Connor Bedard. But you're not like actively like, let me get excited for this. No, I mean, the Sabres have, have, about have been in a playoff race. I did look at the standings in reverse, and I noticed, noticed that uh, the team that's currently in 10th place. See, if you don't know, maybe stop paying attention to the lottery because the Sabres were in so many of them, and they changed the rules so many times it got blurry. right? Like They won the power lottery. They won the Darlene lottery. They won those from the one spot, right? which is you're most likely to win. 
The way the NHL lottery is set up right now, only the top 10 lottery teams can move to number one. Everybody else can move up, but you can't move to number one if you are in 12th. Like where the Sabres are, they cannot win Connor Bedard. So it's a zero. Yep. They're tied with Washington on points. Washington has a 3% chance. So, I mean, I don't need to go too loud here on what happens if they lose to Dallas. What happens if they lose to the Rangers? But if they fall out of it and their playoff chance gets below 3%, they would have a better chance of winning the lottery than they would making the playoffs. Right now it's at... The lottery is zero until they fall a little farther. And the Sabres and the, and the playoffs, playoffs are at six. is at six. It is rough. It is rough. And one thing, you know, I've I've really enjoyed the season. I don't have any major, major complaints about this season other than, you know, we, we probably wanted to see them get a little more stable in goal, and that's never really happened. Last night's I'm not making any complaints about Lucan last night. But, you know, overall, I saw Last night during the game, a couple people commenting. Joe Yurden was talking to somebody online, um, noted hockey substack, Joe Yurden. He basically said, and someone wrote to him, hey, just being in the race probably has a lot of the same benefits as actually making it. Like these guys playing in games like this, an important game like last night. Like last night's a tough game. The Islanders play a style that puts you to sleep. And then in the second period, they didn't put you to sleep. They just whomped you with whatever. What's the? I don't know what the right metaphor is there. They were not boring in the second and third. They were destroying the Sabres in the second and the third. So yeah, these tougher games, these tougher opponents, these bigger moments, you're going to hear a lot of people say the Sabres will be better for it. And that's, you want to say that's true? That's fine. I would just say if you're going to make that point, you have to make it about Ottawa too. And you have to make it about Detroit too. They were in the race. If just being in it is good enough, then everybody that was in it gets the same benefit well, from it. Well, and being in it for how long? For months, right? For yeah, because Detroit's in, out of it now. Detroit's out of it, but they were in it, and they were in a playoff spot. Yeah, and they at the, at the time Detroit was in a playoff spot, like you mentioned two weeks ago. We were saying, and a lot of people were saying about the Sabers, "Hey, whatever happens from here, it's all good. It's gravy." Well, Detroit had the gravy, and then they went south. Well, didn't that work? Because didn't when we when anyone said that about everything's gravy from here on, what, didn't that come with an assumption that they wouldn't just collapse? And I'm not even saying they've done that you, yet. You, you can't you can't do that. If you say it's gravy from here, yeah, that that, that means that means gravy. That's why I was hesitant to even say that because what happens if they go on a ten game losing streak? It's you lot. can't you can't call the season a success. I feel like a lot of people already have. I'll go to the Twitter poll that, that asked, are you already calling the season a success? I think the answer was 75% yes. That the season was already a win. I don't man. They could they could end up they could end up double digit points out, right? Like they're on they're at 6 and tough games ahead. It it's not complete doom and gloom because they've they've gone on stretches before on both both ends, right? Like they, if you go right before the All Star break and then after, there's a four game losing streak in there. Then they went and won five of six. And earlier in the season, there's an eight game losing streak. And then very quickly after, there's a five game winning streak. Like they have had streaks all year. And hey, when they go when they go Washington, Philly, Boston, Nashville, New Jersey. They can win four of those five. Yep. They, they might have to. They they Right, they might have to, which is the difference now is they'll have to do it. And you have another game against the Islanders, so they still have an opportunity to not fall out here. 
not every game they play is difficult. The next three are. But, man, I'm just... it. It's not even like... Like, the drought, they've not been in a race, so it's not like you have you have PTSD of them being in a race and, oh, it's going to go wrong. It's gonna They're going to fall apart. The, that, that happened to the Bills, right? The Bills in their drought, they started 4-0, and, and, and they, they started 5-1. And, and, like, three times, maybe, they started hot, and they fell apart. The Sabres really have never gotten near this point to where we've even had, like, a playoff race like this. So you don't have that experience in the last 10 years of, oh, they're going to fall apart, they're going to lose it. I, I'm holding out some hope that they're going to get in there. But, man, the math is so tough after losing that game in regulation last night. And to lose it on a kick. To Hudson <laughs> Fashing. Hudson Fashing. Of who, all people. Who apparently is Eric Lindros now? Is he the most dominant did, player I've ever seen? I mean, Hudson Fashing destroyed the Sabres last night. Did you know, so he has four goals this season? His last goal before this season was the Sabre goal. His first game of his NHL career. I was in the building that night. He hadn't scored since the first game of his NHL career. That was like that was like seven years ago. Yeah. And he's got goals this year, and there's one to beat the Sabres. Holy cow. Hudson Fashing Revenge Game. 803-0550 is our phone number. one 888 All right. Let's check in on that. Is the season already a success? Are you calling it a success? I found the Twitter poll. I have the answer from way back when. It was above 50-50. I'm going to say it was yes. On February 23rd, I asked the question, given player development and being in the race, are you already declaring the Sabre season a success? 70% said yes. When you declare it a success, Mm -hmm. you don't get to revisit it if they fall out of it and lose 10 in a row. You have declared, stamped, Seal, pass, fail, right. success. They could lose every game from there on out, yep. and you have already said it's already, success. Right. They're not, you know they're not going to lose every game, but even if they limp to the finish line yep. and miss the playoffs by eight points, yeah, they do, get doesn't eight, matter. Yeah. You had February. You had a trade deadline where you were a buyer, and <laughs> then you lost a couple games. Greenway on the ice, by the way, at the end of the game last night to tie the game. Um, With Middlestat? Middlestat. Middlestat. After they made the change, okay, they changed the the top guys. Maybe were like just out of gas, so they put out like a Poso and Middlestad and a lot of the other guys. Sixty eight points. I mean, wasn't that always maybe a bad idea to just declare it a success until you were very sure they were going to get to a certain threshold? Like what? What was the threshold? Did, did pe- people thought? I have to believe people that when they answered that question, maybe they should have like known that you can't revisit it. But I bet you a lot of people when they voted assumed they were going to hang around. And they still are hanging around. I don't want to make it sound like they are dead, but 6% is 6%. We're in single digits now for playoff probability. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like they're. I mean, they're missing guys too. It's not really an excuse last night because the Islanders are missing missing Matthew Barzell, but they're definitely missing Alex Tuck and no Matias Samuelson. I mean, Jacob Bryson having to play top pair minutes. He's getting a lot of heat for that pass he made last night, where he's got a wide open wrist shot and he passed it to a guy who's covered on the right side of the ice. So Bryson having to play top pair the last two games. Not good. But here's the thing. That they really have been one of the healthiest teams in hockey all year. So 
I, I want to say, well, they've been dealing with two very important injuries in the past couple of games, and Tuck even longer than, than Samuelson, obviously. But every team goes through that, except the Rangers. The Rangers are like the one team in hockey that hasn't had injuries this year. Sabres have not had a lot of injuries. Were they always one injury away from kind of being, oh, you lose four or five? Depends on the injury, but probably, right? They, they probably are. The other thing that... I don't want to get lost. They've lost two in a row this week, both by a goal. In one of those games, they got goalied. Edmonton, yep. Stuart Skinner stole a game. And in the other one, it might have been their chance to goalie the Islanders, and they kicked the puck in the net, and it counted. <laughs> so, like, the margins are thin, right? You don't you don't get to miss by much if you lose. By the way, they're also, are they winless on ESPN Plus? Is that a thing? I think they're like, if, if they're not winless, they're like one in seven. Yeah. ESPN Plus and Hulu, those games are a kiss of death. Yeah. Like just Do they have any more left? Should I? Can I know to just turn them off? Should start calling them ESPN Minus. That's what they look like. They're 0-6. 0-6 on ESPN. Not even a point. Oof. They also don't win, by the way, when they're at home wearing royal blue. We figured <laughs> that out. They, they, they're they 8-1 or something with red and black, so they're 5-16 wearing, wearing blue and gold at home. Just play red and black on ESPN Plus or on uh, on MSG and or or and your win. roads or your or play on the road. Whites at home. Whites, whites at home. Which wear your whites at home. Just those two jerseys. Eight oh three oh five fifty. You can talk us up, talk them up. I don't know that I'm in much a different spot. It was maybe the most disappointing part of that game was how it looked in the second and third that they just got thoroughly and outplayed. The reality is, what? Why would? If I look just at the standings, yeah, you mentioned the Sabres are six back of the Islanders, and they have three in hand. They are five regulation wins behind the Islanders. Right, so tiebreaker, they're probably not going to catch them. On goal differential, the Islanders have a better one. And on goal differential, a lot of the teams in the East, the Sabres for a while were a, a positive goal differential, and everybody around them was kind of in the minus, and it was weird to look at. Now... Pittsburgh, Florida, Ottawa, Washington, Buffalo, they're all positive goal differentials. They're all looking like playoff caliber teams. The Sabres have a couple problems. One is they can't win at home. Yeah. And especially in the Royal Blue. And the other is like this log jam every night. You can't afford to to make mistakes. They are behind Ottawa. They're behind Florida and Pittsburgh and the Islanders. So it it's it's a it's a really disappointing night. And that's to say nothing of the kick. The kicking yeah, motion. Without the kick, even. They didn't... Well, because part of it is the kick is frustrating, but did the Islanders hit four goalposts yeah. right before that? Right. Like the one where the goal horn goes off. They thought it was in. There, there's another one. Bo Horvat hits the, the crossbar. I think Horvat even whiffed on a breakaway at yeah. one point. Horvat hit the crossbar as hard as you're legally allowed to hit it. It's, I thought it was going to break. <laughs> it was, yeah, so... The Islanders deserve to win that game, and they get a lucky break. But we get some calls in on the C- on the Saber season being a success. It's post deadline; they're not out of the race. But man, it it, it was a, it took a big hit last night. Luke in Lancaster. Good morning, Luke. Hey, morning, guys. Um, yeah, you were talking about is it a success? I think it is hard to say that, and you don't want to make that leap. But all I know is that I got I have three boys, and my oldest is like fourteen. The young, you know, I have a middle one who's twelve. I mean, the last time that we were in the playoffs, they were like infants, you know. So the success is that you're getting people to watch. We're watching, you know, every night you're watching. There's like a watch party. You're watching with your friends. That brings back memories, right? 
So it does get the engagement back. But when you watch a game like last night, I mean, I hate the way the Islanders play. It's it's very frustrating. Um, but they just do some simple things where the Sabres try to kind of do some stick handling and weird passes. And when it works, it's awesome, right? We score five, six goals a game. But when you play a game like this, and it just looks like you're playing against men who are strong, who just bear down, and it's 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 frustrating because it's, you you want them to to have that style where you could score goals, score goals, um, but then you get a game like that that just kind of just stomps you. So, I mean, it is again. It, there's engagement now. You know, you're putting jerseys on, you're watching, you're getting together with your buddies. So I do I do like like how we're doing it. But uh, I just wanted to kind of chime in on that. Yeah, thanks, Luke. I'm glad you brought up watch parties and wanting to get together and yeah I don't think anybody would dispute that I've got a text group you know we get together like hey big game tonight want to get together let's watch this game let's go over to so-and-so's house let's go out for a beer and some wings and it's funny that, that the things got so bad that you wouldn't even do that now the Sabres are in a spot where on a Saturday they play at 12 30 against Tampa on this past Saturday Joe yeah. and I wake up at nine and think you should try to go to this game why wouldn't I want to go to this game? I want to go. Let's let's you know tell my wife we'll get the kids. We'll, we'll try and get tickets. We'll we'll scrounge around and get down there. Which you know four years ago, yeah, I might have had tickets to the same twelve thirty game. Woke up at nine o'clock and thought there's no way I'm going to this thing. So like th- there's definitely positive development in a million different ways, and I don't think anyone wants to take away from that. What I will continue to point to and, and continue to get at is. How will they separate from Ottawa? How will they separate from Detroit? How will they catch the Islanders and the Penguins this offseason? You know, will they be aggressive in seeking help and goal? Will they be aggressive in seeking defensive help? But, you know, they were in on Chikrin. They wanted they were, they had some level of interest in Chikrin and didn't pay the price. Yeah. So will it be an offseason where the the two moves are on the level of Eric Comrie and Ilya Labushkin, which were very, very small moves? Yeah. Less than $2 million a year. Yeah. They spent nothing. The biggest contract they brought in was Ben Bishop. Right. And then they thought, like, okay, and we'll just grow. And that happened. So there's, there's, you know, I'm just putting my hands up saying, like, okay. Yep. That happened. This offseason will be different. You know, first off, we got to get to the offseason. They could still make it. It's just, man, big hit last night. Your point about, you know, men versus boys. There are a couple teams they play against where I do agree that that's what it looks like. I think it looks like last night one of those. The Islanders are one of the older teams in hockey. Yeah, you could say that. The last time these two teams played, the Sabres ragdolled the Islanders. Right. They had 78 shot attempts. They got, so, that was a game where they almost got goalied. Yes. And that game, we didn't say they looked like men against boys. You might say it against Boston. I think it against Florida. I think when the Sabres play the Panthers, they yeah. look like kids against men. Who, by the way, is another team that you have to think about passing. Right, mm-hmm. they are. They have a ton of talent. There's a lot of reason to believe their season's kind of fluky. They're like top five in the league in expected goals. So, like ne- that's the thing. Like th- this year was never playoff or bust, but it was grow or bust, and it was get closer bust because suddenly next year is going to be what next year like the off season is going to be more pressure because isn't next year com- next next year's playoff or bust, isn't it? Okay. Doesn't it have to be? If you want to say playoff or bust next year, what does bust mean? Somebody gets fired? Bust means, I don't know that it has to mean someone gets fired, but it means that you're you failed. You, you're getting close to being fired. It means you failed. It means it's a, if you don't make the playoffs next season, you have fallen short of your goal. Yeah. You, you, 
I mean, their goal this right, year. Right, right. They, they could reach their goal this year and miss the playoffs by six points. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Bills this year was Super Bowl or bust, and they fell well short of that. Wh- who paid for it? And Leslie Frazier yeah. didn't come back. But that was his call. Is, was, is it just that your season will be viewed as a failure? Maybe. Yeah, like, I like... Because the Bills season, at the end of the day, they lost three games the regular season. It was viewed as a failure because, because they, they didn't... They didn't. They got blown out in the playoffs. Right. And at if home. The, if the Sabers miss the playoffs this year by six points, I think it'll be viewed as a success universally. Yep. And next year, if, if they, they miss the playoffs at all, I think it's a failure. Yeah. I just like to get what does bust mean on the record. If sure. they don't make it, what is what is bust? Yeah, I don't think it has to mean someone gets fired. It could. I think they're a long way from that. They're a long. I think they're. Way. I think they're multiple seasons away from. Yeah, that. long way from any sort of. And but, without, without even saying they should, coaching change. I mean, all the things Granado has done, sure. right? Sure. Oh, f- all the for things sure. he's done to bring out the potential in some of these players. They're acquiring players that he's pounding the table for, saying we can get more out of that guy. That's Jordan Greenway. They're going to want to bring, what, Savoy and Yuri Kulik and a number of these younger players in and under his system because he's going to be good for young players probably for a long time. At some point, though, it is time to make the playoffs, though, right? Like, it, and, it is. And you'll want to see action from that. Like, you'll want to see the organization this offseason, I think, show you that they agree, right? Because if they do nothing, and if they, and I, I'm not saying that they will, but if they miss the playoffs, which, again, 94% chance right now that they will, then the season will end. We'll all feel pretty good. The development will have gone really well. You'll have the young guys in the system, and fans are going to want to see, okay, time to make it. Time to get in. This is it. And you're gonna. I think fans are going to want to see the organization make action that shows they agree with that, whether that's trading for a defenseman, goaltender, a free agent signing. Maybe they sign Matthew Dumba. I don't know. Some sign that they agree that next year it is time to get in because – you can't have too many, all right, this is all about growth seasons. You can only have a couple of those. They've had two. Last year was make strides individually, right? Thompson yep. and Skinner back on track and all those guys and Cousins too. And this year was, okay, now team success needs to get better. And it has. Be in a race, and it has. Next year, the next natural progression will be you have to get in the playoffs. And all right, we'll get a break in. 803-0550. 1-888-552-550. We'll talk with Paul at 7 about that game. Joe Marino, the Draft Network at 8 o'clock. We've got some better to forget it. We've got uh, some football talk as well. The Lamar fran- Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, the franchise yes. tag news yesterday. A lot of big news on who was and wasn't tagged. And for Lamar, what kind of tag? It is Jeremy White and Sneaky Joe. Good morning. Good Wednesday morning. Join us on the Sabres season. If uh, missing the playoffs would change your your belief, your view that it's a successful season, and uh, that really gut-punch loss they took last night against the Islanders. We're taking your phone calls and uh, giving you our thoughts. So join us here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.